0: Welcome everyone to another week with your hosts Mordechai Weinberger and Harv Nisna. What an honor and what a chus for us to be able to have this program. As always, we have a request that please call up and we love to take the questions. Live callers, Baruch Hashem, at the end of the program, we always get a tremendous amount. So we're just asking, those that are interested in asking, please go ahead and call now. The number to call up is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858, and the number of this, and what's the number to send a text?
1: 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398.
0: Excellent, and we look forward to taking your questions and your comments. So what we're going to do is we're just going to start with some messages that were sent a little earlier. Thank you, everybody Weinberger, for your constant source of awareness and inspiration. My eight-year-old boy will run to use the bathroom two to three times before he goes out. And then we can be a half hour on the highway when he cries again that he's desperate. Ruling out any medical condition because he has no issues during the regular day, I'm worried that this is a bit of an OCD, is a bit of anxious type. Can you give any awareness on this? Many thanks. Oh my gosh! Wow, we're already jumping OCD. I wouldn't go to OCD or even think about OCD unless there's OCD in the family, and then I still wouldn't go to OCD. But I would start understanding why you would mention that. But if there is no OCD, then I wonder what why you jump into that. Now I would discuss or give a little awareness. And that could be, nice again, I won't even give the diagnosis. Remember, your kid's 8 years old. I wouldn't even jump to anxiety. Well I would say is that you're able to have a discussion with your son and discuss with him, which we do sometimes in, in cognitive therapy, and what we explain is that, let's say a, a gas tank, it could be th- completely full, then you're driving, a quarter of a tank goes down to let's say a quarter off, mean, still three quarters full, and you sort of tell the kid, "Would do you fill up the gas tank the minute it's only a quarter down, or you wait a lot more, like you wait till it goes down to the red line, or to like that red area, or until the light pops up. And we explain to children the same concept, that many times when you think you need to go to the bathroom, if you went once, that's enough. And your body could go now two or three hours without using the bathroom, especially if you didn't drink. And sometimes kids just need a cognitive awareness just to be aware that it's okay and they won't need it. But before we do all that, what's the first secret that we do in therapy? Before we make assumptions, we ask. We ask the child, what's going on? that you need the bathroom before we go, or when we start traveling, you always needed a half hour in, is there something going on? And we want to hear. So we don't make an assumption and giving suggestions until we get, we know what's going on. Rev. what do you say about it?
1: I think that you're right 100%. You know, that sometimes, you know, the kids, uh, as on uh, the the uh, issue, uh, you know, I would say that normal way and uh, I, I would say just ask and you know make make a, make a rules you know we can stop like in the classroom i know that so many times many times you know teachers make a rules you can go once in, once in a class you know all, all this kind make a rules you know and the kids can uh, you know in the beginning maybe it will be tough but uh it's it will it will work because if you said it's no a medical issue all nothing i don't see any problem and uh, definitely, this is just uh, definitely not to make uh, you know uh, assumption, OCD, and all these uh, things that I don't think I don't think it's shayach at all.
0: That's right. And again, just want to remind everyone: the number to call up is seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. And if you'd like to send a text message, again, we prefer live call-ins. The number is 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398. We'll take over here another text. Hi, thanks so much for your amazing line. It made me aware of my issues and helped me reach out for help. Vachshin, my life has become a much more happy and exciting place. Thank you. Now for my question. We are a group of young ladies that our good friends still from school we get together occasionally to recharge our batteries however there's one girl in our group that gets us real concerned she's a nice girl who started showing signs of something recently we don't know what, but we all agree that it's slowly moving out of the normal range she's extremely negative and exaggerates all stories to fit her negative agenda her kids are devils her neighborhood is the worst and so on and when someone might relate her own difficulty, she always finds many reasons why her situation is the absolute worst. Last week we had another, Well, this is a long one, get-together. So, and somehow her name reached the table. We all agreed that she has an issue, dealt with, but we argued about what it is. Some argued it was whatever. whatever. The I started showing after her child, we really want to know what it is. We'd like if you could take apart a question and bring us awareness. Absolutely not, Hashem, Yishmar. No, please, don't expect me. To give you a diagnosis about a friend that you're not even aware what to look at when you don't know what's going on in their life. What I will create the awareness is if you're concerned, if someone could be very nice, gently, and maybe call up the husband, and just say, "I want you to know. We're a couple of friends. We got together, and we noticed that your wife is a little bit negative. Or maybe I, I don't know. If, you know, I don't. I, I retract. I don't have an answer. I don't believe it's." Um, to say, yes, call the husband, when to call, I need to know what's going on, I need to know how close you are, I want to know if you are Yentas, you're in Arientes, your people that's analyzing and taking people apart. Uh, you know, I don't know if you're, any of you are close to the mother, if you can maybe speak to family members. It really depends. I can't give a suggestion like that, that to you it's looking negative. Maybe she doesn't like the group. Maybe she finds that the group is either negative or always doing that, so she's sharing negative. Maybe she is in a darker place, and some of the family members need to be told. There's so little information that I can't even tell you what to do. I don't even know what's the story in this woman's marriage.
1: Uh, Modchai, that's what I just, I, I, I disagree about calling to the my husband. This is I, the, yeah, I the, don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't call to the husband. I would say uh, if you're really close friends together, just Try try to take her to a, a serious conversation and talk with her and try to give her to put her on the positive sides. Like you say, look what you have. You have a you have husband, you have kids, you have all together, you know, try to see to see what's going on in her life. Maybe she says something, you know, that she's carry on her shoulder quite a, a, a lot of, uh, you know, load. And it's not simple. Maybe she has it, you know. So uh, you as a friend, I wouldn't uh, uh, go to the husband or family, you know, member of the family just trying to make it worse. Because then the, um, the husband can say, you know, if uh, if Khalil has some bad husband, he can take it to very bad. And, and the parents will be also. So I, I would say try to come to her closer, gentle, try to see what, what's going on with her and uh, try to figure. If if you cannot do it, you know, just, I would I would say, back up. Don't get in the fear.
0: Yep. All I can say is that I don't know, and as we serve this, I'm not here to answer a question. I need more information. As we're understanding, each decision that you make will have ramifications. We'll have positive and negative ramifications. Ramification means Taitzaz. And you need to realize and think them through, and with Siyat HaDashmai, that would be able to help.
1: Uh, somebody, we got the text right now, they sound like it, in Lashon HaRa, Adam, yeah.
0: I just want to say that I do know from many people, uh, it's a sad thing, but I did hear once, as uh, a joke that someone said, the reason why the nine days in the Chorban Beis HaMikdash happen in the summer is because that's when everyone's getting together, and that's when all the jealousy starts, look what this one has, look what that one has, or so that's sometimes the Lush and hard, where you start knocking people down. We see someone, and maybe people could be in a bad state. I know there are times that things go difficult, and unfortunately I could be down for a couple of weeks. It means that I, most people can't notice, or some people could, but imagine some people are having a harder time or not have the support system that I have.
1: It's no question. We all have a good time and bad time and ups and downs. We are human. (laughs) That's something that...
0: That's right. And and what I want to create more of the awareness is that people could be down for two, three months. They could be going through life situations. And don't right away start diagnosing people. We don't diagnose people right away. We hear what's going on. We look for what's What's
1: happening? Okay.
0: So let us go to that caller.
1: Okay. So hold on one second. Oh, just just lost the caller. Okay. 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 So I'll I'll text you another another, another uh, text right now. I didn't even read it.
0: Excellent. Go ahead, and we'll do it.
1: Okay, just
0: And, sure. And the question that was sent is as follows. Hi, I spent my vacation in Switzerland, and I found the scenery panoramic. However, there were some times where I felt the mountains were obstructive. I felt like moving it away. I wanted to see beyond it. Somebody told me it's a sign of not wanting to focus on myself. I disagree. I feel I just wanted freedom, open air. What's your opinion? Again, we're asking me subjective testing. So just to give you an idea what subjective testing is. Subjective testing is where you look at certain pictures, and we take a look, what do you see? And many times, what you see can give you an insight as to what's going into the person. So what I would almost turn the subjective testing onto you and your friends. You choose to see mountains and choose to see I want freedom and mountains are blocking your view. And your friend is choosing to see how you have to accept things the way they are and you have to feel free the way they are. And I wonder if this tells you about each of your personalities. You like open space and anything blocking, so therefore you look for freedom. Your friend's life is very much about this is the way things are and make the best of it. And I wonder if you can reply how accurate your little disagreement with your friend is based on the natures that you are. So I would almost say on the book of the Mastering Relationships of the Eshmaim Roach and offer, you are more the water or wind person, and your friend is more the earth. And each of you are correct, but it tells us about your perception. Ramnissar, what do you say to that?
1: No, add to it. <laughs> It's I think that it's really a, every everybody, everyone is his own idea about looking in the nature. And definitely it's whatever you want to see.
0: That's right. Very, very much so. Again, we are looking forward. We prefer we've got a lot of text coming in, but we still prefer the callers. So the number to call up, 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. And the number to text is 347 347- 92783983479278398 And here's another text. If I feel the need to switch therapists because things are not moving at all. My therapist now is very nice. I don't want to hurt her, but she's not helping me at all. I would love to hear your advice on the idea how to do it. Thank you. Again, I need a lot more information for a question like this. Question number 1 is how long are you going I could picture, not I can picture, I've had people come to us where they said they went to therapists therapist for four sessions and nothing moved, and then they're coming to us. We tell them, please don't come to us. Your expectation is unrealistic. Based on what you're describing, you have less than six months. Do not start doing that. Do not start evaluating. Yes, we hope to see shifts, but you might not, based on your diagnosis, based on what you have. Sometimes people are coming in with multiple issues, that even if we deal with two issues and they're completely healed on those two, their life will have minimal changes because there is so many other stuff going on. Let me share with you an example. Imagine someone's gotten a terrible Shalomaya situation. They've got a child that is ill in the hospital. They've got three kids which are sleeping in other places and other houses because of everything that's happening. And now, Baruch Hashem, we worked. We got the kids to, we got the Shalom bias together. The kid at Baruch Hashem was ill in the hospital is Baruch Hashem home, but they still need to spend full time with this kid, so they're not able to bring the other kids into their house yet. Let's just go with that assumption. So imagine you come to the therapist, I don't understand, I'm coming to you so long, and I've learned how to juggle Baruch Hashem, you know, the marriage is better, but my kids still aren't home, and that was the main goal, that I should be able to manage everything. And the point is, we can't. Always get the end results right away. The next step would be what can, how can we balance having your kid there, having the other kids, having their needs, and everything else that goes along with that. So when people are expecting results for certain issues, we don't go that path. I've just spoken to relief recently. It means this week where someone came to us, not going to share the age or anything, but the person went through our entire intake, and then all of a sudden, what the person comes, tells me, okay, and with all this, I want to be done in two sessions. I said, sorry, it doesn't exist, but I want to be done in two sessions. I go, I understand you. I don't know how the the call relief, but I let relief go ahead and deal with them. So let's understand the concept. The concept is that when someone tells me I'm going to a therapist, she's very nice, but I'm not seeing results because things, things aren't moving. I don't know how long you're going. You might even go for six sessions, but your, your issue might need a lot, a lot longer. Now, let's go with the assumption that you're going already four to five months to the therapist and nothing is changing. How do you get around it? Very simple. And the way we deal with it is you have a conversation with a therapist. I've had several times in our center where I tell a client, you're going to be by us for at least a year to two years, but we're going to be seeing results. We're going to see things moving. After six months or after three months, you know what? The clients usually get a message. I'm not happy with a the therapist. I'm not moving. I go, no, no, no. I have clearly in the notes. Achateva, you are not going to see results for X amount of months. Don't you remember we said that? Oh, yeah, thank you for reminding me. But why am I different? I go, let's remind you again why you're different. You came in with this, 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 and this issue. This is what we've done over the last three, four months. These are the positive results you've suggested, you've yourself shared that have changed. But you go, but that's not the big stuff, or I fall down at times. We know you do. And that's how you're going to learn to stand up a bit at a time, one at a time. So just to be aware, when someone asks why I'm not seeing results, how do I go about it, you actually discuss it openly with the therapist. And you tell the therapist, I'm here to you because of this and this issue. We're coming X amount of times. We're still not seeing results. Now, can you please help us out or realize maybe we need to change goals. Maybe my expectation isn't realistic. Or maybe I need a different method. Each of those are options that will be discussed. And if you're concerned about the therapist taking it personal, don't be. It's like a store having returns. Every store, clothing store, knows there will be returns. That's how it goes. And that's why you have a customer service. That's why you have customer policy. So a therapist that works with people, if the person isn't happy about something that's common and normal and the therapist should not get disappointed, should not be upset, you're allowed to bring that up. Absolutely. And I'm just going to read the message before. We've got a caller. This is R that we're going to go to, but I just want to read the feedback from the person that asked about the that sent the message about the perspective and i appreciate their their response bingo exclamation mark you hit it on the nail which is again realizing that based on the natures is how we're doing it and actually the pro- projective testing was done on themselves wonderful
1: we'll go to mrs r
0: mrs r welcome to the program
2: Thank you. First of all, thank you so much for all your programs. I really enjoy it. Um, You gain a lot from hearing everything. Thank you.
3: You're Um,
2: welcome. Okay, now to my question. Um, I have a person in my life that I'm very close to for many, many years. Um, Lately, over the past year, um, she's been going through a lot of emotional pain. Um, So over the year, we've talked a lot and about regular anything else under the sun, and she also vented to me a lot about what she's going through which I totally heard her out and thought she felt better after we spoke. Um, But lately, I guess the pain is not going away, and she's resorting to, like, blaming me for this pain. So I tried to tell her many times, you know, I I care for you a lot, and uh, really I know that I have nothing to do with it. I know it's just her pain speaking, um, and let's not talk about this subject at all. Let's just stay friends, and let's talk about other things, and... You know, I'm here for you if you need me, but, you know, let's not let this get in the way of our relationship. But um, she just didn't want to hear that and just keeps on going back to this topic every time we speak. So the reason why I keep on speaking to her is because I don't want want it to be that the relationship is broken off, that she should feel like I broke it off. From my side, I'm more than happy to still be in the relationship, but not if it's going to cause me pain by speaking to her.
0: That's a very clear statement, what you're saying. Yeah. Now, what would be your question?
2: So my question would be, um, first of all, you know, I I don't feel like it's right for me to break it off, but how can I properly respond to her if she goes into this topic when I've already tried to tell her many times, let's just talk about regular things, let's not let's not go into it, let's just keep that out of our conversations. Is there anything else I can say? Excellent.
0: I wonder if you can have that open conversation with her and tell her, look, we've had a great friendship for many, many years. I mm-hmm. seem to have done something, in your opinion, that hurts you.
3: Mm-hmm. I have
0: no intention, I had no intention in doing that. We're mm-hmm. trying several times to move on, but every time we speak, you're up that topic, and that hurts me. And I have mm-hmm. a hard time, I find myself not wanting to call you, or I find myself in pain after I call you. So what right. can we do about it? Because I don't know how long I can continue such a relationship. And now right. shift it on to her.
2: Right, so that's how she feels actually about me, that she doesn't know if she could continue a relationship with me, If if I'm the one causing her the pain, which I know clearly is not the case, and I know she's just saying it out of pain, she's just trying to blame somewhere, and I don't want to cut off.
0: Excellent. So just so that's the response telling you, you know what? When you sort it out, please get back to me. But right now, because you're in pain because of me, you're causing me pain. Mm
3: -hmm. So
0: once you sort it out, let's have the relationship.
2: Right. If I would feel like maybe I did, I was the one that caused the pain, I have no problem owning up to it, apologizing, but I feel like I, I know it's not the case. I've spoken to many people, and I know it's not
3: the case.
0: But can, I, can we actually now change your question?
3: Mm-hmm. Can we
0: change your question? Because I have this a lot. So mm-hmm. be aware that many times I can get some messages from people that when they're in pain, cause of another therapist or what they went through, and they feel because I'm public, so I've got to get sometimes a lot of messages that other therapists have earned or at least that the other therapists have caused
3: mm-hmm.
0: and is there a way to see their perspective so there's a reason why they would send Mordechai Weimer that message and mm-hmm. it's not out of the blue you know that first I used to feel it's not right why am I getting this and mm-hmm. then it was clear I did say something similar to what there, that therapist said although I didn't mean them because I don't know who they are mm-hmm. but now I just triggered that pain so usually my response is, not, again, when I used to have time to respond, was please share with me what I did that actually hurt you, even from their perspective. Right. So what would happen if she would have a perspective that, let's say, you're just your strong personalities reminding her of her of her mother?
2: Even no, she though, told me clearly what she feels I, I've been doing, and I know yeah. that I didn't do that. So What?
0: Can you share it publicly?
2: Not really. <laughs> okay, so
0: could you make it up? Um I'd like to go through with you, let's say a, a a back and forth. Just to understand how sometimes we can help a person feel close part of apologizing for someone is also about giving them the emotional needs, giving them their emotional feelings that not necessarily you did something wrong with that.
3: Mhm.
2: Right.
0: So could you give Could you come up with some level? Um. Come up with a story similar or different where she claims you did something. No, let's try a different example. Let's say you are at a simcha, you're talking to two other friends, you didn't even notice her, and you didn't know she was at the wedding, and you're sitting down with other people, and you completely ignored her in her opinion.
3: Mm-hmm. In your
0: opinion, you simply didn't see her. In her opinion, she saw you looking at her. She even saw you laughing. Right. Can we do something like that? Yeah. So now I want you to act like that friend.
2: Like which friend?
0: Like the friend that's heard about the wedding. Oh. We'll do a role play. You be her and I'll be you.
2: Um, I'm not good at this. Um... Like, you couldn't, you didn't notice that I was coming into the wedding? You didn't see that I was there?
0: I'm really sorry, I didn't.
2: That's interesting. I thought we're good friends. Like, you didn't notice that I was going to be there, and you knew I was coming. You didn't think of noticing if I'm walking in?
0: You're right. I did think you're coming. I was looking forward to it, and no, I didn't notice it at all. I'm sorry. If I would have noticed you, you know I would take you, I would sit next to you.
2: And that's interesting that you're saying that. You probably just, you're trying to cover up.
0: So you know me, in our relationship, I've owned up when I was wrong. And, you know, if I didn't realize I did something, then I wouldn't own that. But what I could own is that I'm so sorry that you, I could imagine that if I was in your place, and I'm at the wedding, and also I see you with two good friends looking at me, and completely ignoring me, I would be just as angry as you are, yes.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And I would probably be assuming exactly what you assume. But I would accept if you tell me you really didn't notice me, then I would believe you. Right. How do you think she would respond to that? So you're allowing her and uh, approving, you're validating her feeling, you're validating that you would feel the same way if you were in her place. Right. It's just you didn't see it.
2: Right. So that's what I keep on doing. It. I do try to validate, and in our last conversation, she just keeps on saying, don't sympathize, don't empathize, you know, it's wrong and whatever. So that's that.
0: Then at a certain place, and that's what happens to relationships, where it's now when you work it out, no, I'm here for you. I I like the relationship that we had, but there's something mm-hmm. that has happened, and when you can get over it or work through it, I'm willing to work through it, but I'm so that's right.
2: where I am. Right. So she only feels like she can work through it if I change something in my lifestyle that's bothering her, which I'm not ready to do.
0: Well I don't understand what that means. Say that again. She wants what?
2: There's something in my lifestyle that bothers her.
0: Okay. And
2: And that, I guess, maybe is the cause of her pain. I'm not sure if that's what she was referring to. But I'm not ready to change that just because that's what's bothering her.
3: Basically, there's sure. something
2: about, if there's something about yeah. wh- who I am and what I do that bothers her, then that's not something I can really change.
0: You see, so I don't hear that has to do with a certain issue. It's just who the, the type of person you are. Right. And that's many times where sometimes friendship does phase in or phase out.
2: Right, it except that friendship has been around forever, you know. Yeah, so that's hard. and then
0: there are times it's where friendship a, phases out or takes a break for people to go their own path and then to come back. Right. Even if it's been forever, things do change.
2: Right. It's just painful because if you, you know, think of someone as just accepting you for who you are, and then sometimes they don't, that just, you know, that's hard sometimes.
0: Yeah. So just, so someone just sent a beautiful message and saying like, really what it sounds like she's saying is, why didn't you look out for me? It sounds like that this is the pain. Like, maybe she's feeling that you're, in general, not looking out for her. And in other places, maybe you're more popular. Maybe you've got other friends, and maybe you used to really speak to her 10 or 20 times a day, and now you're only speaking to her five times a day.
2: Mm-hmm, not really. No, that part didn't change. Okay, no, so it's something hard in for me our, in to respond, right? If I don't know what her depends.
0: issue is, it's hard, to, okay. it's hard to give guidance. Like, I can't even tell you what if, you know, we don't know what it is. But one thing we could know is that if a relationship has a big bump, where mm-hmm. one or both parties are in tremendous pain and they're not able to go to a third person or work it out,
3: mm-hmm. then
0: yes, unfortunately, it's very sad when when mm-hmm. relationships do end that way. It is sad. That's many times where there's a divorce in a couple. Mm-hmm. It starts off this care and understanding and working things out, and then sometimes there's a right. bump. Right. In fact, there are many books written about sometimes once one of the spouses do something that's a major violation of the marriage, how can you still have marriage? How could the marriage continue? You know, after that, and sometimes marriages could pull themselves through, and unfortunately sometimes they can't. Just, right. just classical, I'm not going to talk about the from world, but more in the gayish world where people get married at a certain age and then they start their careers, the husband or the wife is very successful, they're working at work, and all of a sudden the wife would have however it should be, whichever way, and then they start looking down at the other spouse, like, oh, I'm evolving, I'm getting, I'm growing, and you're not, and then at the work they see other coworkers that are growing along, men or women, however it should be, and they go, why can't you be more like that person, or that person, then they start comparing,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and... Again, in the from world, we have this much much less, because even if the man is working and the wife is home, but it's clear that that's what the wife's job is. That's what's valued in Yiddishkeit. The wife's job; she is actually working full time, is raising the children, taking care of the house bringing in the Rachni. Is feeling,
3: mm-hmm. that is
0: a full time job that's valued.
3: Right. But
0: in the non Jewish world, where the power of marriage, the power of the institution of marriage, of having children and the levels that the focus and the levels that we put on isn't at that level, then it could be well why aren't you more like that person? Right. So yes, marriages unfortunately many times do fall apart when people grow distant. People have different people are moving on different paths.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, so again, since we don't know what real since you haven't shared the story which we respect your privacy but it's hard for us to say, Reb What do you say?
1: I would say that uh, you're talking about the, we talk about the non-Jewish, but it's also about the from world. That as as an issue, for example, on Ashkafa, suddenly the, the one side of the uh, of the, the friendship become uh, uh, I would say frumer or looser. You know, just uh, out, and uh, this is uh, something that really uh, can be obstacle. Something that uh, the the, the w- way of looking at uh, at uh, the life and a person can be a friend can said you know what if you don't uh, you don't go to to the synagogue three times a day I wouldn't I wouldn't be your friend or it will be very f- very very painful for me to see that you are uh, doing this act against the halacha. This is something that we see it also every day. Uh, that you know spirituality, uh, you know, become differently between the couple, and uh, you know you, we see we see it uh, in, in a very very uh, uh, unfortunately divorce in the in the Jewish community that one of the the side become uh, you know not 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 from or out of the after the way, and it is also something that very breaking uh, the the laws of the, the marriages or, or um, of friendship. How many how many phone calls we got from, uh, uh, fri- you know, friends at uh, the other side, uh, the friends who get, you know, out of the derech and uh, what they're doing. And the opposite way, how to keep it. There's something that yeah. also uh, has to look on this.
3: That's right.
1: We we have a lot of issue of the physical, uh, you know, stuff also. That's, it's, uh, I'm it's, uh, not talking about it.
2: Right. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. And bye. Thank,
0: Thank you.
2: Thank you. Take care. Good night.
1: Good evening.
0: And we are going to Mrs. M. Welcome to the program.
1: One second, please. Sure.
0: Is something wrong. Sure. Just share with everyone the number to call up 718 683. Five eight five eight seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight.
1: And Mrs. M.
0: Mrs. M. Welcome to the program. I'm with Mordechai Hjern of Hello. Yes. Hello.
4: Hi. I sent you the text regarding switching a therapist. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be four months now of going twice a week.
0: Okay. And only if you feel comfortable to share, like what issue are you working on?
4: It's
0: a lot, I'm saying. So if there's a lot going on, so I'll just share with you, for example, I worked with a client recently where there was a lot going on, and we said we're only working on one subject. And that one subject, the person's feeling changes and clear, but the person every time is bringing up but this and this and this, and I go, no, 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 like I need to go back to that one subject. So if you're going for four months twice a week, what do you feel have you gained in that twice a week for four months?
4: So the big problem is that I had a very hard time talking in session. You
0: have a very so hard time just, talking. You mean, like opening
4: yeah. up. Yeah. So it's been four months, and it's basically like quiet. Fifteen okay. minutes of quiet. She hasn't asked me like she couldn't even get me to open up. So it's, that was like my main concern about switching over Why
0: switch? If it's is she warm and gentle?
4: Yes, but she she feels like if I'm quiet, then she'll be quiet as well.
0: Yes, there—that that is a method in therapy. There are, there are several ways of dealing with a person that is quiet. The classical system is to remain just as quiet, that you'll be so frustrated that eventually you'll start talking. That's a, or, I'm very frustrated something. right now.
4: That's what I want to switch over, because I'm not a quiet person in It's just in there.
0: All right, we know that. Well, I'm sorry, not that we know that, but let me clarify. There is something that is bothering you. There is something that's holding you back. And you can be very loud, but in the therapy room is where you're quiet, and that's where you need to learn to talk about those personal issues, which is so hard. Now, there are several ways of learning that or dealing with that. So I would have you discuss it with the therapist and tell the therapist, um, I need you or I'd like you to try asking me questions. Does it have to do with your past. Why are you quiet? quiet? What's bothering you? Did you go through certain traumas? And you might just be able to shake your head. You might be able to write it, but I would have a conversation with a therapist, mm-hmm. so when I was um, in college, they actually had us watch a movie i'm not going to go into what the movie was, but it was like a very, very famous movie at those uh, in um probably twenty years ago. I didn't go to college twenty years ago, but it was sort of how a person is in the army, and they had a major very very top let's say soldier which they wanted to do a lot with him but he had a major anger problem he got arrested once or twice whenever they had their leave and there was a part that in college that they had us watch so it looks like the professor cut it out like did copy paste that and shared with us this perspective the way your the way this therapist worked so what it was is this guy is in the room and the therapist says, so what are you here for? So it's a therapist in the Army dressed in the whole military suit everything. And the guy goes, you're the therapist. You should know because I don't know. He says, so what are you here for? I don't want to talk. And he's angry and upset and then all that stuff. So the therapist said, you know what? you got to show up or you're going to be this, you know, um, dishonorably discharged. So you must show up to therapy. I don't have to sit and take this when you're ready to talk. You can talk. So what this guy is doing is he's doing all his paperwork in front of this guy, and session one you see the way the guy, or session two, the person's not talking. Session three, the person goes, oh, time's up, goes. Session four, the guy says, are you just going to do work? The guy says, oh, do you want to spend your time here? And at like the seventh or eighth session where the person has to be there and the therapist isn't pushing, then the person finally started opening up, saying, you know what, if I'm here, then I might as well talk. So what do you want to know? And instead of saying, okay, I want to know this, you look at the other way. Well, what do you want to talk about? And then the guy goes, well, what is there to talk about? He says, well, maybe start while you're here. He says, I don't want to talk about that. So he goes right back to his paperwork. says, well, when you're ready to talk about why you're here, we can talk. So because the guy is mandated to be in therapy, he has to go. But the therapist, so what the lesson that they're teaching us in college is, don't throw away a client just because they're not talking, if they're coming, there's still a potential for them to talk. And sometimes the person might need more time. So it was, looks like a movie which the therapist modeled one of the methods of how to deal with the person that cannot speak. Give them unconditional time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I personally, and I in my center, you? we don't have that patient. So either we get you talking, either we ask questions or we help you go, or, you know, or we help you get going, or we'll then try to find a therapist, which is very empathic, like a Bobby-type person, which, come on, what's going on, Sheffala, and tell me, and where did you have a hard time, and tell me anything stressful, which is fantastic. Yes, I, don't like and that. t- I don't like that. Well, so let, someone, let me ask you something. So why honest. aren't you sharing?
4: I don't feel like I connected to her. Like, I don't really like
0: her. Why? But didn't you just say she was nice and and She, she was, was very caring.
4: As a person, she's nice, but I don't feel like I connect with her. I have a
0: hard time, just is, so, like getting, what does connect mean?
4: Like her and just feel. What
0: What do you expect the therapist to do for you to open up to her? Not sure. Well, think about it. The therapist is there to work for you. Think about what you want, and then remember. A therapist is only supposed to work 50%. You're supposed to work the other 50%. What 50% are you willing to do? We know you're willing to show up. That's great. I don't want to minimize that. But what, what's the next 50% that you're willing to put in?
4: I hear. What? I hear what you're saying.
0: Yeah. A therapist is not meant to be a nubby. A therapist is not meant to push you to speak that's not our job our job is to help you interpret help you understand what's going on that's our job and unfortunately so feel a connection. say that again
4: you don't have to feel a connection with
0: i'm sorry i didn't understand you
4: you feel comfortable to see and talk you have to feel a connection
0: how are you going to feel a connection if you don't talk you build connection by speaking
4: We have to like the person.
0: How are you going to like the person if you've never opened up to them? What makes you like someone? If if someone is mean, condescending, yeah. Yes, if a person is mean of those overt systems that you don't like, that is something. However, if they're not a perfect match, that might be part of your issue. You might have too high expectations for therapy. The therapist has meant that you're comfortable to open up. Someone made a wonderful suggestion. Maybe you could text or write a letter.
4: That's, she texts me a lot. That was bothering, it's bothering me. She's just texting me a lot.
0: Why does it bother you if she texts you?
4: It just gets me nervous.
0: So let's try this. Let's, let's look at it this way. You have a problem opening up. The therapist is trying to text you. The therapist is working very, very hard to get you to talk. And you don't seem to be working as hard as a therapist. So whatever the therapist is doing, not only is she not getting credit, but she's sort of getting like, I don't like this and I don't like that. So let me shift it on to you a second. Tell me three different behaviors that you're willing to do to open up. Because if you're going twice a week to someone for four months... That's a very long time. What would it take for you to open up?
4: I have to like a person. I, to... I know I've been there. I've been to other therapists. I, I... the ones that I really like, I use their time opening up. I let have me to try it again.
0: I... So let me ask differently. So why didn't you stay by those therapists that you liked? I couldn't. Why not?
4: For different reasons. One has to leave. It's not my.
0: Give me two reasons. I want to hear why two therapists, why didn't work out.
4: One had to leave.
0: Okay. And, and the, the other, other one. one.
4: It was not out yeah. my control. I was like not.
0: Okay, both are out of your control. So let me ask you, what were those two therapists like that you connected to them? What was their personalities?
4: They were not tough, but they they were nice, but more like tough. No monkey business, you know? Because
0: they were very assertive.
4: Yeah.
0: Excellent. Now you know the type of therapist that you need?
4: Right. So that's my question. I know that she's not what I need, so how do I tell her? Very simple.
0: Very blunt. Do you know how hard you're working? Let me tell you what. The two therapists were very good. I need someone that pushes me, someone that tells me either you talk or you're out. Someone that does the homework. Hmm. But can I now shift something on to you? If you've been to quite a few therapists, how about you take this opportunity and learn gentleness in life? How about you learn that not not everything has to be so tough and so assertive? How about you have a little roughness on yourself? What?
4: It doesn't work. i mean, just How season. about we
0: change those words? I choose to not let it work. Notice what changes. What changes when you use the words I choose?
4: I can
0: make it work. What will, right? You're making a conscious choice. I only like this type, and this is what I want. I've gone to probably five different therapists in my life each of them were very different than the other one. The common denominator was that they all allowed me to work and they all made me responsible for my growth and for my not growth. Mm -hmm. Seems like you're trying to control. You want someone to set boundaries. Maybe you can choose. Is that not
4: something that should want if
0: I know that works? Notice again what you're doing. You're holding on to something. I know that this works, so I'm looking for this in other other people. Part Part of a healthy adult is that they can learn to be flexible in the situations. So yes, if Hashem gives you a therapist that's more assertive, great. But if not, and you'll probably need it, that means if you're married, if you have children... You're going to have to learn to be with each child differently. You have a different. You might have a difficulty, because I don't know who you are, but you might have a difficulty adjusting. You like certain ways, you have certain things in mind, and you need them those ways. Well, that's not what life's about. Life's about learning to be flexible. Life's about learning to dance in the wind. Think about um, sailing a ship. The way you sail a ship is you're finding where the currents, where the storms are, especially a sailboat, You've got to turn those sails based on where the wind is. That's what life's about. That's how Hashem has created the world. You want a certain type thing. You've gone four months, twice a week to a therapist, and you're not willing to shift.
4: I'm, try- I'm really trying. I am.
0: Yeah? Good. So tell me three things that you're trying to talk during the session. Tell me the skills that you're trying to do. I'm listening. So, oh, sure. number one, yeah, your therapist thing. reaches out to you and sends you a text. you respond to her text?
4: Yeah, I respond.
0: Do you share what's bothering during the text? No, never. Nope, never. No. never so, assist, again, you. that's not responding. That's a nice response thing. If she says, hi, what's going on, you go, nothing. That's not called responding. She
4: doesn't this, send me some kind of text. he just like, scheduling and,
0: like, no. So that's not cool texting. Sending a text means an emotional text. No, she
4: doesn't do that. I,
0: okay, so she doesn't really text, and now that's what you can do. Do you come prepared? This and this got me triggered between our sessions. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> go ahead and do that. If she's mm-hmm. been your first therapist, I would say, okay, you don't know what therapy is about, but you've been to other therapists. Now what I'm telling you is, or what I'm sharing information is, raise the bar for yourself.
4: And how long should that possibly take um, until I know for sure that she's the right one?
0: I am not your therapist, and I will not take that acharge upon myself. Her, her, her supervisor—those are the ones that need to take rise on that. You can have the discussion with her. You most certainly can do that.
4: Any if, if you were my therapy? client, I would
0: want you to have that session with me already. Two months ago, after two months, after, I would say even after one month of double sessions, what do you say to this? And the number, by the way, just to share, to call up is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. We are looking forward to getting some more questions and comments. What do you say to
1: this? I think the selling uh, example is the best way, you know, just you, you, you must, you know, just show that first of all, you have to participate is you cannot sit like a, I don't know what you're doing in a session, uh, sitting over there half an hour, 40 minutes and uh, you don't talk, nothing, whatever and whatever and whenever this is the, the conversation, definitely we don't get any, any, any you know, th- result about it if you see the feel that uh, you have something to to share to talk to to get out of your chest just you have to to start you know a cop operate, you know cop with with, with a, you know and even even just lead her because it seems like she doesn't have any clue about what what you want from her Can I add one more
4: thing
0: Go ahead please
4: I also get the feeling that she's, like, scared. Like, she keeps on asking me, sure, you're okay? Like, before I leave, she would... I feel,
0: yeah, I feel like that's what I'll say. Like, I, I someone, someone
4: to...
0: If someone's in the room for 45 minutes and they don't talk, that is usually a question that we ask.
4: But she should be the one... Yeah.
0: She should be the one doing what?
4: I feel now that I have the power to the fact that she's... She's scared. Not she's scared, and she shows her. Like every time before I leave, like she's scared. Let me shift
0: see. this right back to you. I, I'm really trying not to share publicly. You've given so much information about your past and about your current situation. I'm just trying not to give any of that away. We're not going to ask questions, but why does life have to be such a control issue?
3: <laughs>
0: she's giving me the power. I see she's afraid. Why do that? What happened to gentleness? Clients come in. They share. Let me share with you how a session goes by us. Person comes in. share with us some positives. These are the positives. Of us. These are the positives. Three, four, five positives. Great. Flowing. Not like it's quiet. It's not a chess game. It's not a war. I Just, I'm explaining to you. I, I, you might need to have an image what therapy looks like. Then the therapist asks what what's like. bothering you. And then you answer it. You come prepared. Then the therapist is great. Which of these topics do you want to talk about? Do you want to focus on and change a shift or do some practices and behaviors? And then you pick one. Not, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, people do that, but we shift it right back to you, but you take ownership. There are people that are like a half hour. Why can't you tell me? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then that in itself is the whole session learning how to make decisions. But a healthy person would then share which topic. Then the therapist gives you some skills and exercises to practice. And then you see, wow, it works great during the session. Then you have exercises to practice during the week. Then you actually practice it, and you write it down, and you do it during the week. Then you come back next week, or the, like you are having twice a week. Then you come back the next session, and then you start. This is the exercise that you gave. This is where it worked. This is where it didn't work. And then we continue discussing that. Now, how much of that does a session look like by you? Well,
4: so I know how it works in your place, and I actually told her about it, and she wanted to hear more. But she didn't know anything about different, like, different modalities. She wanted me to tell her, and she was like, okay, so maybe we could try this, maybe we could try that. I have to be the one to tell her different modalities, but different things that uh, did not work.
0: Why not? You're busy saying what you like. You know what you like. Yes, go ahead. Now, what's wrong with that?
4: She should be the one. She should well, know no, what
0: to stop. do. Stop, stop. You're back into the power. She should know. What about you?
4: I'm the client. I'm not a professional. No, you're I'm not. You're the
0: leader. No. No, no. You're wrong. No. I, I so appreciate this program that we could create the awareness. You are not the client. You we work for you.
1: Eh uh, you know when you go yeah. to school, when you go to school to learn profession, you have homework. And the professor don't do his homework. The professor is coming, and you have to do the homework. But right.
0: he doesn't and give me homework.
1: You, you have to do your homework. You're
0: not talking.
1: You don't you're, your you're prepare yourself. You don't prepare the Your homework is
0: coming in. Give me five issues that bother you from... When is your next appointment, let's say? Let's say today is Baruch Hashem. It's Monday night. When's your next appointment? Wednesday?
4: Yeah.
0: Let's guide you. Do you have a pen and paper right next to you? Yeah. Good. Take it out right now. I want you to tell me where the pen's going. I want you to write down. Don't tell me what it is. Think about today. Tell me three things that didn't go well today. Tell me if you had three things.
1: Including the show.
0: Yeah. Including the validation. During the session or in general? What? Three things
4: that went wrong in the session?
0: No. In your life, things that you're not happy with.
4: Okay. I'm
0: Good. You wrote down the three things.
4: Yeah.
0: Excellent. Now, what are the chances that you're going? Not what are the chances. Let's rephrase it. Your exercise is walking into a the therapist and telling here these are three things that didn't go well in my life today. Let's discuss what behaviors i can do differently
3: mm-hmm.
0: what do you can you share any of those three things yeah how many can you share with us on here
4: say i feel guilty that, but i canceled my session today
0: i didn't hear you say that again you feel guilty that
4: i canceled my session for today
0: excellent Why did you cancel your session? I just didn't
4: want to feel
0: like going. Excellent. So now what are you bringing up? Now what's the problem with that? You're not coming. I don't hear a problem. I'm feeling guilty is not a problem you're coming to talk about. What do you want to talk about it? Mm -hmm. Uh, You're still quiet. What do you want to talk about? Own up a problem. What's your problem? And then what are you going to go?
4: So there's a lot more involved here, I'm saying. If I just come to discuss these three problems, you're after if
0: No, I, I want you to come in with a clear problem. I canceled the appointment because I didn't feel like we're growing. I do this all over in my life, or I do this in four other areas in my life, and I need to learn how to work it out. That's coming in with a problem. All you said is, I feel guilty that I canceled the appointment. That's You made a statement. That's not something to work on. How can you turn that first point that you just said into a problem, an issue you want to work on? Go ahead. Reframe it. Mm-hmm. Right. It is a
4: problem, really.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't hear you say, oh, here, it is a problem. That's all I heard. Watch this. I want you to come into the session with an issue. You wrote you said one thing. You feel guilty that you canceled the appointment. What is the problem? I can hear eight problems out of this, but you didn't say one of them clearly. I I'm not the really number being eight. honest I'm with her. I can hear.
4: That's a problem. What? I'm not really being honest with
0: her. I don't hear that. What?
4: I'm not really being honest with her.
0: Good. You just made another statement. You're not being honest with her. That's the problem. What's an issue you want to work on?
4: Communication maybe? What? Communication
0: the, Again, you, these are so general. Watch how I would have you do this. If I was in your place, I would say, I don't know how to tell a person that I'm not happy with a session, so I avoid things. So I cancel appointments, but I don't take ownership over it. That is a problem that I have. Now, is that what you have? Do you have that difficulty?
4: Yeah.
0: Good. So now I want you to say that. Why are you coming out? What's something you're coming to therapy for? Say it the way I said it. I get it. I don't hear you say it. Notice how you're avoid doing everything but taking ownership. Own it.
4: I have a problem that I can't be honest with other people and tell them how I feel.
0: Wait, say that again. You can't be honest with other people until or what?
4: And tell them how I feel about things.
0: Yes, and then there's another point. You avoid them, you cancel things. Take to finish it off, finish off the problem.
4: And I, invo- I avoid it.
0: That's right. Good. That's step one. What else did you write? Now, if you walk into her office, I need to work. So say it again. Let's hear it again. I want you to say it again. Why are you coming in today? I'm not honest with
4: other people. And I do tell them how I feel about the things. And I avoid it because I avoid different things. I'm doing different things.
0: Yes. Now, what are you coming to her for help for? Why are you walking in? You just made a statement. Now finish it off. Can she help you? Finish it. Can you help me?
4: Open up and feel
0: comfortable sharing maybe? Excellent. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's one issue. Give me a second issue. What else? Could you share what the other issue you wrote down was?
4: I could, but I'm not sure it's appropriate.
0: Okay. What about the third one?
4: Um, self-harm.
0: I'm sorry. When you're speaking, it's not coming out clear. Could you just say it again? Self-harm. Okay, that's also something I don't want to discuss that much on air. But excellent. So take that. You said it as a statement. Come in. I have a problem that when I get nervous, tense, or whatever, these are the behaviors that I do. And not just a sentence. Now, please help me. Teach me skills how to stop. That is owning it. That is speaking about it. Now, Mm -hmm. can you do that?
4: So she actually, I told her about it. She knows about it. That's why.
0: Knowing about it and you remaining quiet doesn't help. Knowing about it and speaking and owning and saying, I need help over and over, saying it, I need help. The problem is still happening. I just acted out again this week or several times this week. That's owning it. Mm-hmm. So right mm-hmm. now, you want the therapist to work much harder than you.
4: No, but I see different the way you're being assertive and hurt just being quiet.
0: I wouldn't different. take you as a client, no offense, because <laughs> I don't have kayak. If I see three, two people like you, I can't work the rest of the day. I just worked very hard. <laughs> On air, I have patients. No, Chasram, I don't want you to be knocked down. There are places. There's like DBT groups that actually work with people. Exactly with what you've got. They teach you skills. You go to a group. You're with six people. You have to do the exercises. That's what groups are about. DBT groups give you exercises. They're not waiting for you to bring up topics. They're telling you, we're going to practice now communication skills, how to ask for something. You're going to practice this every single day. Everyone in the group is going to practice it. When you come back to the next groups, and you're going to share with us how you did it. And when four out of five people or five out of six people do it and you didn't, you're going to feel the pressure and they're going to ask you, why didn't you do it? You want to learn the skills, you've got to do the behaviors. That's the point. There are, for those people that need a greater push, one-on-one therapy isn't that easy. It's very tough because therapists will get burnt out. How many clients do you think a therapist can work on and push the way I just pushed? I guess not so many. That's right. And imagine I got to do this every single day for my Parnasso.
1: And yeah, then after pushing
0: point. for four months, then the person says, "You know something? They're avoiding it." Or I might have said something. Realize, you know, what's by the way, what's the dangers of pushing with what I'm doing? I could scare off a client. I could say something. I remember when I still worked with a lot of difficult clients, boy, the attack that I got. You told me I don't do anything. You you told me I I didn't do work. Do you know how much I worked? And now it's a whole battle. The energy when a therapist starts pushing, and that's why therapists don't do that is because then we get attacked by the client. So not only do I need to work so hard and push the client, but then I still get blamed and attacked. Mm -hmm. and just to be aware when people, when we see the top therapists, when they charge a lot more than the average therapist it's exactly for this reason top therapists usually get harder cases which take a lot more energy so they don't have the strength or they can't see as many people and therefore they still have to make their living so they're charging more but seeing less Mm -hmm. now I first have to ask you, Mechila, if I was too tough on you right now. If I made a sentence like, I wouldn't work with you. It's not that I meant I wouldn't work with you. In the past, I did work. But with everything that I'm doing now, with the different programs and all the goals that I have, it's very, very difficult for me to spend that energy and still have energy in other places. That's what I meant.
4: Yeah, okay.
0: Do you Does that sound gentler than the way it came out?
4: yeah I'm saying i'm I'm fine
0: I'm good, Thanks. okay, very good. And I would make the recommendation for you to look into or have this open conversation with her because you're going have this issue with many therapists. I'll tell you when I worked with tougher clients or those that didn't communicate, it hurt me I shouldn't say tremendous, but it definitely hurt when it took us three, four months to get the person to open up. And they're starting to open up. And then when they start opening up, they're blaming me for things or they're upset at things that happened before that I said or should have said or should have been differently and mistakes that I made. But they never communicated. I had no idea that it even bothers them. So you might be having a lot of issues with this therapist now over four months of work or mistakes that she's made, but you never told it to her. How much of that is accurate?
3: It's true. It's right. right. She's
4: not touching me. I'm saying she's not being assertive.
0: She's... That's right. So you might need to then speak to her openly, if you're able to, and face it and tell her, look, it's not moving too much because I need a tough therapist. I need someone like you could even share her, have her play back this, this segment that we did, because you can get it on Jarradio.com. You can hear it over there and like download the actual uh, program, and you can play it to her and tell, "Look, I need someone more assertive. Are you able to do that?" She might say yes," or she might say, "I don't I could do that." She might say, "Yes, I could do that, and I'll do that." A. B, she might say, "I could do that, but it hasn't gotten you anywhere. Those therapists have been your lifeline. It's time for you to learn how to do it on your own. I can teach you skills, but you have to ask for it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There is a book. Mm-hmm. I usually don't like saying Gaisha books, so I'm not going to say the title, but there's a financial book, a very, very popular bestseller financial book. And basically this guy says he learned finances from his best friend's father that was a very, very wealthy person in Hawaii. And he wanted to get the financial advice, so he asks his best friend, he's about... I th- uh, whatever age he said, 8 or 12 years old, and he asked his best friend's father, can you teach me a secret how to make money? He says, sure. Come work in one of my little stores, and let's say you got paid a dollar. I'm going to pay you 20 cents, but after three, four weeks, boy, are you going to see Chachman business. So he's working for 50 cents, half price, even less than that, one a week, two weeks, three weeks. Meanwhile, he's getting paid the less, He's not even meeting his best friend's father, no advice. After like six or seven weeks, he says, what's going on with your father? He said that he's going to teach me. Meanwhile, I'm working for 50% less, and I have no benefit. So his best friend tells him, ah, my father said, when you finally get frustrated and you get upset, that's when I should tell you, good, now we'll set up a meeting. So He sets up a meeting with, a, with his, his best friend's father. the father says, let me teach you one of the first rules in business. If you allow people to take advantage of you, they will. If you want something, you're gonna have to start asking and defending yourself and asking for it. Well, I think you need to learn that same lesson. If you want something, you're gonna need to learn how to do that. And that will start saying, what will I do? Stop thinking about a therapist. We're trained. Stop thinking that we're a therapist and we're gonna do it for you. No, we're not. We will do fifty percent. If you're quiet 50% 50% will be quiet the other 50%. If you talk 10%, we'll talk 10%. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to ask you, what are you willing to do at the next session? And if you're not going to do action, you will have whatever you have. Rav please tell me if I'm too tough, too mean, too strong. No, tell I think it's your,
1: I think that uh, that's what you need. <laughs> I don't think that you're tough. I'm sorry. And she has to to prepare herself to to real life.
4: Right. Yeah. I hear. Thank you very much.
0: What do you think you can do? That was a great awareness. Now I'm I I would like to help you. What can you do? What behaviors are you willing to do?
4: I can tell her about our conversation.
0: You'll tell her what?
4: About our conversation.
0: Yes. And what will you say?
4: I uh, I guess it doesn't approach it like being assertive and just sort of just being there quiet. Being on her on my part.
0: uh
4: uh-huh. Um I guess we can discuss it. She, I'm Good. she knows now, she she knows. What are you going
0: to so. push? I wanna I wanna push it. Let me rephrase that. What are you going to do different in the next session than in the previous sessions? Because what I hear you say is you're going to discuss it. And I hear, again, you're pushing you want her to be assertive. I want to hear what are you going to do no, different. Yeah, no,
4: not if you to be assertive. I could tell her that I feel like this is what I need right now.
0: Good. Wonderful. That is major. A, one point, give yourself brownie points for that, big ones, because you're saying what you want. Fantastic. Now I want to push you even harder. What are you going to do? besides for talking, to change?
4: I guess I'm going to be the one talking, so I'm not getting a question. For me to discuss is a major thing. I'm saying I'm not. I'm not getting a question.
0: Are you willing to say I'm trying to push? Are you willing to change your belief? that maybe I don't need someone assertive. Maybe I need to start pushing myself.
4: But it's black and white this works better
0: for me than the other. That's <laughs> right, but black and white maybe it's keeping you locked and trapped. We've got there many clients where we have to transition. That's our goal. Sometimes it's like almost like the oxygen. Imagine someone's never on a respirator. Respirator means there's a machine that's breathing for the person. But as the person's lungs develop, the respirator needs to start working less. Many people love it. Someone's breathing for me. Someone's complimenting me. We've got a lot of issues in today's marriage where people like being one role, but as you get married, all of a sudden you're a husband or a wife. You've got to start giving more to someone else. It's not about receiving. It's about giving. And then you've got children, and then you give to the children as well. And many people are still stuck in the taking position. I'm getting married, so someone should build me up. So Mm -hmm. I'm pushing you. It's nice of you to say I want someone assertive, but where should your goal be? To learn your own assertiveness, to be able to go to any type therapist. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Where should your goal be? Where's your long-term view? I don't mind if you know your short-term view. But where is your long-term view?
4: Obviously, I want to change. So maybe I could just work with whatever I have.
0: Well, if you're going to work with this therapist, what's going to have to change on your part now?
4: Giving her a chance,
0: maybe. Sorry, say that again. It's just not coming out clear. It's like your just phone. give her, it's her a not chance. It's what?
4: Give her a chance.
0: Give her she a chance. But no, it's not about her. You gave her a chance. You're giving her twice a week for four months. It's not about her. It's about you. What behaviors are you going to change? Do you notice how you've done everything, even your positive, is about her changing? I don't want to hear about you changing. What are you going to change? You.
4: Um. Things.
0: You're gonna change that. You might start every single session coming forward with problems that you have and difficulties that you have. That's now you taking ownership. What do you, What are you going to do differently?
4: I could cheer with her. I tell her, but I feel like we get nowhere. I think I've tried. Sometimes okay. she's just like, I could try. Try harder, maybe.
0: So we've got over here a magnificent, beautiful message and positive for you. and It goes like this. Please give this caller huge credit for being so brave and holding out this conversation. It was hard for me to listen. Bravo. Yes. To many of you listening, I want to apologize for how tough I am. Just be aware that I've got some clinical experience. I'm pushing her, testing the waters, seeing that it's okay, and pushing further. If she couldn't handle it, as you hear most questions, I am very gentle. This is the concept that she likes. This is the language that she speaks. And as therapists, we need to adjust. So for those of you that like a gentle, easy speech, understanding, I know this conversation might have triggered you tremendous. But let me just tell you, and again, I'm going to ask you, the caller, to to agree or to disagree. I'm comfortable with it. But tell me, how much did you appreciate such a conversation with being direct and assertive and pushing you versus if I would just be kutchily mutually giving you wonderful, happy feelings. No,
4: I don't really like that. Yeah, I feel very good now. I, think I feel much
0: better. I've never... Well, this That's way. right. There's this a goal. Way. You're here. You're clear. You're aware. So now that we've established those listening that it's okay what I've done, I still feel that that message is so correct. And you get a tremendous amount of credit for being this open and for hearing it and for discussing her listen what do you say to
1: this? I think that uh, she got she got the picture hopefully and uh, I think that you said you said everything everything that it needs to give their awareness about what it's all about to be a client of a therapist. There's something to all to all of us to listen and to try to anything that we are just basically paying for services we have to know what we're expecting and what we have to to get from this, and just to come and to to just to be a childish and said no, I, you you have to tell me what to do. It's not working your life. You would you right. wouldn't you wouldn't go to the professor in the university. Said you you, I, I I'm not going to do nothing. Just tell me what to do, to write. You're not going to be a, a, any anything after this gradu So called graduation, you cannot get it unless you do your own work. You practice. You're doing it. And then you get, you know, the the diploma, the degree, whatever you're doing.
0: So I want you to know, DBT, Dialectical Behavioral Therapy, is a system that works with this a lot. And they especially mm-hmm. have groups, and groups is what's necessary. And groups So they give you skills, and they bring up the issues. And mm-hmm. everyone has to mm-hmm. practice it, and everyone needs to speak. It's normal for those that need sometimes DBT groups to have a hard time speaking. Hmm. I'll look into it. Thank um, you. Is, I think you might um, A to... message someone said, she may need a lot of compliments and a strong therapist. Yes, both of them. Another one said, you're amazing. She needs it, so thank you for this one. Another one said, "Wow, it gives us an insight what therapists sometimes deal with.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, maybe you should be going into like, dealing with it. I guess people like me. <laughs>
0: Sorry, say that again.
4: Maybe you guns there and just work with people like me. The thing is, not everyone can do what you do. I've been there, done that.
0: Um, by the way, I'm just going to read a message. Thank you. I'm sorry. The only reason why I'm just quiet is because I didn't hear you clear. It's something with the call, but I just want to read a message that and just sent. I sat in therapy three times weekly with a top private therapist for two years straight and didn't say much out of anything at at all. Of course I got nowhere. My understanding was the therapist wasn't helping me start to talk. No one explained to me that I have to do the work in caps lock. Years later, I finally learned that Baruch Hashem and reached the goals I wanted to. Thank you so much for this tremendous awareness in caps lock. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and I just want to share, you know, what, just now let me say things, and I don't want you to take that I mean you at all. Unfortunately, there are people that come to our office as sort of like with what you're sharing, that you're going to a therapist, and you do need a stronger therapist, and that's many times where I like relief, where we use them. Again, I don't make any money, and I'm the one that sends to relief probably 10 times more the clients that they ever send to me, literally. It's like 10 to 1. So it's not I don't want anyone to feel it's because relief promotes. Baruch Hashem Hashem has sent the J Root Radio and so many places where Hashem sends where we get the clients. I just want to be clear. But when I speak to relief and that's where they know the therapist, I could sometimes tell relief what the person needs is as an assertive, strong therapist. And sometimes we could say the other way around. This person needs a gentle Babala therapist. And I use those terms with them. Someone that's emotional understanding, won't do work right away, will first give the feeling that they need. And sometimes it's the other one. I need someone tough as nails. That's what they like. You're allowed mm-hmm. to know what you want. And just like to that person that sent the message, they went three times a week for two years. Rabbeinu Shleilam, who goes to such a therapist for so long if there are no results? You can um, need to keep on going. Wow. I'm in touch with it. Okay.
4: Excellent.
0: Excellent. And he
4: does feel like um, I should maybe change and switch over and do
0: it. I'm sorry again, I don't know why I'm not hearing you clearly. It must be from my phone. He, he
4: does feel that I should maybe um, change therapist now.
0: Yes, so then that might be that. But even if you change, I would like you, since you did call cool up, and I would like you to get a benefit, or like a complete benefit, I would like at least to express to the therapist why you're changing. I want you to know, because remember, you're avoiding it. Your heart's going to beat so quick. You're going to make all these chashboines how you hurt that person, the therapist. This is your exercise. Their professionalism is to be able to handle it. That's what we get training. And if we don't, and if, if she is hurt by that, that's part of her growth as a therapist. That's our role. We will get hurt until we go through it enough that we can handle it remniscence in construction, and just like in his field, I'm sure there are times he's made a mistake or someone wasn't happy with a job. This is just part of the field.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm just to try it. I mean it's going to be hard, but I think I'm, I just have to do it with no other
0: choice. Right. I wonder if it's going to be hard for you or it's so hard, or, or hard for her, it's going to be so hard for you that you're projecting it onto her. Mm-hmm. Just know that as therapists, this is what we go through. We are successful with many, Baruch Hashem. We are not successful with many and we don't take these personal. We thank Hashem for allowing people to come into our lives. We thank Hashem for giving us knowledge and skill and we daven for Siyata HaDashmaya to be successful. And we daven for Siyata HaDashmaya that if the, we are not successful to allow the person to go to a place that will help them. That is our goal. Right. Yeah, now
4: just have I would like to meet her on Wednesday. I was going to say no, but now I feel like I'm just going to do it and discuss it with her and just finish. You know. And
0: I'd like to help you out. Since you might, Chas Hashan, back out last minute, which makes sense for your heart to pound and not to do it, write it out. The minute you hang up this phone call, write out the letter to your therapist. I want you to know that I plan on changing because I need an assertive therapist. I need someone to push me. I've come to you twice a week for four months. If we couldn't get it by now, we probably won't. I had two other therapists that were that type. I think you're a great person. Always start with a positive. I think you're great. I think you're very empathic. I think you could be caring. But what I need is someone tougher or more assertive. Thank you for all you've done. Hatsalach and have a great, you know, and be successful with others.
4: Amazing.
0: So in case you can't speak, at least you can give her the letter. Um, Homework. That's Mm -hmm. it.
1: Thank you so much. Okay. Uh Maud, hi Yes. We have uh I, shall we take the the last caller? She's patiently waiting for us. Okay. If she waited this okay. long then let's do it a, okay. Yes, let's um, do it then. Let's see. What's Mrs. T one second. Hello.
5: Hello,
0: hi.
1: Miss T? Yeah,
5: hello.
0: Yes, hi. Yeah, Thank you hi. for holding so long.
5: Sure, thanks for taking the call. Um, okay, so first of all I wanted to Say that I'm continuously marveling at your patience to all the callers and the time that you give them.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Okay. It is a I thank the Rabbi Shalom each and every day for.
5: Okay, so I had a question. Um, I guess it's not going to be such a long one, probably. Um, so I've heard the term OCPD. I wanted to hear more about it, like what it looks like.
0: It's very difficult to give a one concept like what a diagnosis looks like because there are different levels in everything and there are different exceptions the way something might look. So imagine someone wants to describe depression. The person is sad. The person's down for many weeks. The person doesn't feel there's hope. Then you say, but it might be me, or it might be someone who's going through a difficult time. So I really try not to give a clear, de- definitive diagnosis because that takes learning a college of diagnosis criteria, learning to differentiate between that and different diagnosis. I just need to be aware. So now I could tell you a rough idea, but in no way will you be able to diagnose or just the opposite. You might diagnose everyone with it. Right.
5: No, I just want to hear that in general.
0: So the general concept of OCPD is just so we understand that OCD is sometimes a person stuck on a certain thought and or sometimes there's a, a certain compulsion where they have to do certain behaviors. OCPD is people that are very rigid with the rules, like you have to do with what's right, and it's not just in one area. So imagine if someone's got OCD but in 80% of their life. So they've got to do their business taxes filed at certain times, have to follow certain rules, certain procedures. I know, for an example, someone that that a family told me that it was was actually a guy, so it's easier that way to share. But sort of the person had OCPD, so they loved being, uh, uh, I don't want to say New Jersey, but let's say a New Jersey transit driver, where everything over there runs on time. You don't break no rules. You take this and this path, whether there's traffic or not, there's no pressure. You don't have to come up with different. I, I go from Lakewood to Borough Park and from Borough Park to Lakewood with a Yiddish bus, you have to see how the Yiddish bus drivers, the minute there's traffic, they know different exits. You're going in here, you're going out there. Unbelievable, a Yiddish cup. But this person at OCPD, and he put perfectly in the You retire at 62 and a half to the day, and that's OCPD. Their life is within a certain rules, and they follow rules to the T. Not in every area of their life, but in most areas.
5: Um, and I'm wondering, is it like that if, let's say, because everything has to run, like, with rules, if something doesn't, let's say, doesn't run with rules, like, what kind of, like, reaction would, they, would this, let's say, this driver? It this, um all
0: depends on the person. So just as an example, I know someone, which I have no idea his diagnosis, but it started, it sounded to me that way, where this person goes to sleep at a certain time at every night. Because that's what he's got. He's got his in the morning. And next thing I heard that his kid, one of the complaints that he was his kid got engaged, his kid got married, and for the engagement, he left before everyone left. That was it, his own kid's engagement. To so the wedding, he stayed later, but still left way before everyone else because he's got his schedule. Now, sometimes they could be angry. Sometimes they could be quiet. Sometimes they could just do whatever they want and ignore the whole world. I go to sleep at a certain time. I have my job. This is what I charge.
5: So it could appear like, like as a stubbornness, almost like.
0: Not it appears OCPD is stubborn. Doesn't appear it is stubborn. Mm-hmm. But not everyone that's stubborn is OCPD. That's right. the problem. Right. There are certain criterias that we know to look for to differentiate between an action or someone that needs to have his, things his way and OCPD. They're the very different. They look extremely different. I'm not going to tell you the difference, because I don't want you to start diagnosing every option OCPD.
3: Right.
0: You wanted a rough idea. The rough idea is someone's got OCD in many areas of their life. Rules, criteria are very important to follow. They don't break rules. They don't try to change rules. Right. They don't want to understand it. They don't even need to make others follow it, but they need it in their life.
5: But it's going to affect other people around them.
0: Of course sure. it will affect, just like every diagnosis.
5: Right. And um, I was also wondering, um, anxiety, um, does it come along a lot of times with this? Or Again,
0: anxiety different? could sometimes look like OCPD, and it's not even OCPD. It's just anxiety.
5: But is, there, is it like something that you could see, like common thing that you see together? They could have both diagnoses? Of course.
0: Just like people that have OCD have anxiety, have stress. That's why they need to do those behaviors.
3: Right.
0: But I don't even know if it's OCPD. If someone's got anxiety and then they need to do certain behaviors, it might even be OCD. It might be anxiety. That's what I'm saying. You cannot diagnose. When people start asking me about diagnosis, because they heard something, which I like that people heard. They're getting more educated. However, there's a lot more to that, to diagnosing.
5: Mm -hmm. So it's very complex, because there's a lot of, um, you're saying that it could look like a lot of different things.
0: That's right. And that's why it's months to learn to diagnose, and another year of supervision, or a year and a half of supervising how to diagnose So when you're willing to go to college and have a supervisor train you for a year and a half while you're diagnosing many different people, reviewing the criteria, showing you why it could be a different diagnosis, show you why we're going to exclude this diagnosis, when you're ready to do that, that's when you can start diagnosing. And you pass the licensing exam, then you can diagnose. All right.
5: Thank you. Can I just have one quick one, another quick one?
0: Let's do it if it's 30 seconds or less.
5: Okay. So let's say OCPD. Um, how workable is it with therapy?
0: And that's a 30 second or less question. Depends on how severe the person has it or how workable the person wants to work, depending on the client.
5: Uh-huh. But if, if the client, let's say, knows that they have these issues and they're ready to work, it's something workable? That could be like, a question. No?
0: Yes. Can't say oh. every case because everything in the medical field you're hoping for but it is workable and the person's willing to work is aware and willing to work there's a very big success rate bar ha'shem
5: and what's the time frame for therapy
0: uh, now you're asking that question anything else maybe ask have uh, easier question to ask <laughs> ask me when Mashiach is coming <laughs> no I'm just if wondering
5: coming. if it's something that's like a few months or it's a few how years how should
0: I know how severe the person has it
5: quite severe <laughs>
0: Then it means okay. it's going to be a lot more than a few months. Yeah. Reb Rabnissen.
1: Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Ramodachai. Thank you for the listeners and have a good night, you know.
0: Yes. Excellent.